0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. In Mississippi, with our ever-changing weather, termites and household pests can disrupt your family life and take a toll on your home. Call Family Termite and let us help protect your home. 601-933-1014. Or reach us at www.family-termite.com.
1: This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Who are you? Welcome to Real
0: Talk for Real Mississippians. Okay, let's begin. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert.
1: Welcome to the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. It's Tuesday, Gerard and Rhino in the studio. Morning, Rhino. Howdy, howdy. We shall be guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and some fine music. Well, the, uh, the Gallup polling organization, you know who those guys are. They're the only ones with any credibility left. Yes, yeah, Scott Rasmussen. I'll give him uh, a little yeah. props. He he would be up there as well in my book. They ran a little poll, did they? And the poll concerned just uh how Americans should be responding and and uh just engaging, shall we say, in life. And and their, their routine of activities, given the current status of the coronavirus. And it turns out that most people, I think just slightly over 50%, say that folks should get back to their... 56%, actually, say folks should get back to their normal routine, normal pre-pandemic life. However... 71% of Democrats believe people should stay home even if they're healthy. Stay home. Is this driven by this massive expansion of government where government is taking care of you if you stay home?
2: That and the near constant fear-mongering of this will kill you.
1: It's ridiculous.
2: It's, Not that this is dangerous and could kill you. No, this will kill you.
1: Will kill you. Right. Stay home. Well, where do we get to a point when this 71% says, no, it's okay to return to normal life. Ever? 71%. As much as possible. I guess it had a bit of a... When the Comrade-in-Chief tells them it's Okay. <laughs> it sure seems like it. I found that just astounding when I read that that poll. By the way, you know our good friend Stephen Moore. We had him on the show, a remote interview. He was the one of the economic advisors to President Trump. Someone whom I have followed, an economist, a noted and highly respected economist. I followed him for some time, and he's, he's got just uh, in fact he's got a great newsletter that i receive called unleash Pros- prosperity and i get it on i think it's a daily basis if i'm not mistaken anyhow he he published some information concerning unemployment benefits and the uh, the amount the value of those benefits when you consider all of the The uh, normal state benefits, like in Mississippi, it's $235 a week. I think it's the maximum one can receive. Then you've got the supplemental benefits. We've had, what, two or three waves of those, two, I guess, 400 and now 300, through the end of September. And then there's also some states have some other uh, augmentation of those benefits as well. And so Stephen did a little research on that in Massachusetts. They top the list. For two parents with two children, once you take into account all of the payments, all of the, the bennies, you can take home $147,000 and not work. In Washington State, $138,000. New Jersey, $136,000. Minnesota, $132,000. Connecticut, one twenty-nine. dollars Well, if the Democrats want to keep people home, that'll do it. Now, that's insane. That's totally insane. Now, the extended unemployment benefits are scheduled to end here in Mississippi on June the 12th. I think we've got 27 states, if I'm not mistaken, all Republican states in terms of their governor. Uh, all of which have, 27 I believe, uh, have announced that they are terminating these extended federal benefits sometime this month. I think it's their various dates. Here in Mississippi, it's the 12th. I believe uh, Scott Waller was on with Paul. He is the uh, president of the Mississippi Economic Council, and he was discussing the impact of these extended unemployment benefits you know there's something else that has been overlooked somewhat and that is that if you were laid off if you or if you just decided to that you didn't want to work anymore because you were fearful because that's all it takes of becoming infected and thus that qualified you for unemployment benefits If you had insurance, health insurance, through your employer, by law, the employer has to offer what's called COBRA, which is just you can continue that insurance for some period of time under the law. You have to pay for it, but you can continue it until, for a period of time, I don't remember what the time frame is. Somebody in our audience probably does it. I want to say it's six months, but I could be wrong about that.
2: I think that's the minimum. Yeah. Okay, I think you can get it extended by agreement with your former employee or with the, the company that it's offered or something like that.
1: So it essentially it allows you to stay on your group policy that you had while you were employed. Anyhow, buried in Biden's plan there, the rescue plan passed what back in February. The uh, the federal government will actually pay for your Cobra. Subsidize, pay for your Cobra, so you're getting free health insurance, paying for your employer group coverage. If in fact you left your job, and um, you left your job, and 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 thus you enrolled in Cobra, you selected to stay on your employer group plan through the Cobra program. Chris in Oxford says, "What there, Rhino? One year, one year up." Two, three, John and Ridsen. Okay.
2: Yeah, According to what I've found the, uh, under the Consolidated Omnibus Budget Reconciliation Act. That's COBRA. By COBRA. The way. Yeah. Continuation of health coverage starts from the date the covered employee's health insurance ends, and depending on the type of qualifying event, may last for 18 months, 29 months, or 36
1: months. Okay. Depending on why you were separated from your employees. So we don't need to get into the weeds, and that that's really not germane to the issue. The The substance of the matter is that, I think unbeknownst to a lot of folks, if you just say, look, I'm worried about getting uh, coronavirus, I'm out of here, you get unemployment benefits, and the government pays for your health insurance.
2: Which we, I would imagine that would be the lower end of the spectrum, Voluntary voluntarily leaving work. Agree. So in terms of the qualifying we've, event. We've hit... 18 months, or we're getting pretty close.
1: Yeah. So, anyhow, you just wonder. So here's here's the interesting juxtaposition. There are eight, according to the jobs report last week, there are eight million jobs available in this country. However, continuing claims, now, continuing claims means a person... Uh, continues on unemployment. They're not a first-time applicant. In other words, they just didn't lose their job or separate from their employment, which is what initial claims measures. This continuing claims measures you're already receiving unemployment and you just said I'm in for some more. There are 3.6 million I believe, three-point and change, continuing claims. And that's that's a good indicator Of really the dynamics of the job market. So, think about that contrast. We got 8.1 million jobs available, and 3.6 million people say, I'm just going to stay on the unemployment. Why can't we get those people matched up with the jobs? Well, maybe it's because they're making 130 grand a year, as we just discussed in some of these states. So, anyhow, it will be interesting to see what happens here in the great state of Mississippi when these extended enhanced unemployment benefits being paid by the federal government to the tune of 300 a week end on uh, in accordance with Governor Reeves's order, uh, that should end June the 12th here, just a few days. How will that impact the, the unemployment and employment situation? Because everywhere you go, everybody's got to now hire. I mean, I'm even seeing trucks delivery vehicles and service vehicles with now hiring like painted in the skin on the vehicles. That's unprecedented. Tom Petty shall bump us out of the first segment here and we'll come right back after that. We're going to talk about Kamala Harris and her trip to Guatemala when we return.
3: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 60% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 89. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 73. Wednesday, a 60% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 88. Before your Thursday, a 30% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 89. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com.
4: Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils.
5: From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area, visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation.
6: Bathfitter.com
7: Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an XMARC. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and & Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special XMARC pricing and special XMark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days, that's five months before your first payment and still zero percent interest you don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two-to-one over the next best-selling brand so stop by Frederick's sales and service on old highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs at Frederick's we are the Exmark experts 26 years of award-winning selling servicing and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993.
8: Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at meninatruck.com.
9: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here at 97.3, Super Talk Jackson.
0: Now, 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 back to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino.
10: Great news, everybody,
0: on Super Talk, Mississippi.
10: Mississippi.
1: Welcome back, everyone, the J.T. Show, Super Talk Mississippi. We so much appreciate you joining us for the show today. Coming up later on, by the way, we've got uh, Attorney General Lynn Fitch. She'll join us in the studio at 11.05. We'll get an update uh, uh, from her office on some recent successes they've had in combating and preventing human trafficking. And then at 12.05, Secretary of State Michael Watson, he'll call in, and we'll talk to him about Municipal Elections Day. That is today. He'll discuss uh, where you can vote, the voting hours, other details concerning voting today. Please get out and vote, folks. It's Municipal Elections. I went and voted before I came into the studio in uh, my hometown of Ridgeland, we are voting for a mayor, an alderman at large, and an alderman that would represent uh, my district there. And it was disappointed that there was nobody there to vote. Only one. And that was eight fifteen, eight thirty or so this morning. There are
2: varying degrees of enthusiasm and excitement when it comes to municipal elections, but... Uh... I think the entire Magnolia state should give a solid attaboy to the 500 people that live in Potts Camp.
1: Yeah, talk about
2: because that. Because there are, it's population 500, <laughs> 500 folks. You can probably name 500 people you've met in your lifetime or you're friends with on the internet. Out of those 500 people, four of them are running for mayor today, and a dozen of them are running for five aldermen at large spots.
1: What's the city again? Potts camp. And where is that? Between here and there. <laughs> okay. They got a population of 500. But they got 5 mayoral candidates. I wonder what the job pays for the mayor of Pottscamp. And what's the form of government? Or is there a city council or are there commissioners or managers? I wonder wonder how that's organized. Structured
2: Potts camp is right smack dab in the middle between Memphis and Tupelo, okay,
1: there you go.
2: If you get it smaller than that it it makes a triangle between Holly Springs and Ripley or Ripley and New Albany. Gotcha it's right there on i twenty two
1: got gotcha. you interesting, well, get out and vote. That's the main dead gum thing. Oh, excuse
2: me, I undersold it. Their population is five twenty-three.
1: <laughs> Come on, get that right. Oh, that's right. Precision—that'd be racist. Five hundred was much more woke. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's cool though. Five. P- and then there were some other candidates for other offices there in Potscan where they're not. I would just imagine. Laid? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well. Uh, again, get out and vote, folks. Let's see. Uh, we got some text here on the old C Spire text line. Maybe if we get quit talking about unemployment benefits and instead started a rumor that jobs were in short supply, everyone would rush out and get one or two. That from JoJo in Bentonia. Well, we're seeing how
2: incentives are getting people to go get their shot, especially in some of the crazier states. Yeah. Like Washington State, where they've got the Joints for Jabs program, where if you go get a vaccine or vaccination <laughs> against COVID, you get a free joint.
1: <laughs> a joint of marijuana, huh? <laughs> and well, that's
2: West... not the first time we've heard of that. In D.C. over Memorial Day weekend, they were giving a lot, giving out free
1: joints if you had proof that you'd gotten your vaccine. That's true. In West Virginia, you are enrolled in a lottery, if you wish to. For the drawing of some customized guns, some firearms, little little different approach there, huh? But you would expect that. On the ceasefire text line in Mississippi, if you were laid off, nonprofit grant recipient Mississippi Home Corporation pays your house off up to two hundred fifty thousand since about twenty eleven. Hmm. I'd like to know some details on that. Uh, Seems a bit exaggerated. Yeah, because that would not get that much money in the state, and they don't have that much. Uh, does the Mississippi Home Corp. So interesting, and we've had uh, the president of the Mississippi Home Corp. on the show before. That would uh, it's an interesting. Hopefully, one of those folks is listening and and let us know about that. Uh, let's see here. They must not be hiring. My son has put in about 10 applications and can't get a job. Michael from Morton. Interesting. Huh? I'm really shocked by that, Michael. I I can't remember the last business with which I traded that wasn't soliciting for employees. That's interesting. Hmm. Chris, the mailman, there's absolutely zero people running for mayor of Ware, Mississippi. Wow. So what happens there? Nobody wants to be the mayor of Ware. That's interesting. Hmm. Thomas and Greenwood, I'm actually surprised that several of my friends are voting against the Greenwood mayor due to the continued mask mandate. We shall see if they are being truthful. It's where people used to go to buy beer before they legalized it in Tippecanoe County that would be Potts camp Dave from Ripley and I appreciate that Dave when it comes forums. to
2: the the mortgage or paying off your i I see where they have the home saver program,
1: yeah, where if you get
2: laid off or something they can they can kind of bridge the gap or help you bridge the gap until you get a new job but they're not they're not paying off your mortgage right,
1: yeah. I think that's right. It's assistance, but it's not paying your mortgage off. Oh, yeah, and there's a ton of eligibility requirements.
2: A whole uh, page of them.
1: What's the article Gilbert referred to <laughs> reference for benefits in Washington and New Jersey? That on the C-SPIRE tax line. It's Gilbert G-I-B-E-R-T. It's a common mistake. However, it's no big deal. Uh, there's no L. And the last name is Gibbert. And Louisiana, by the way, it's Gibbert, as you can imagine, my family being from Louisiana originally. Not an article, uh, but there's information about it uh, out on Stephen. That's S-T-E-P-H-E-N Moore. Uh, I didn't dig into the details of how he did those calculations, although I I just did a quick sort of sketch in my brain. When you consider the unemployment benefits in the other states, you you take a couple, for example – and you consider the unemployment benefits. Mississippi's, I think, are the lowest, if I'm not mistaken, of all 50 states. But in some states, upwards of a thousand bucks a week, if not more. Uh, uh, and then you add the supplemental benefits from the federal government, and then you add some of the other benefits uh, with respect to uh, having a household with children. All part of that deal. You can do the math, and it comes up with the, it comes to those numbers. So. Stephen Moore is a very reputable individual, and I, you know, he's not one of those people where I where I look at information and I say I better go dig into this myself to verify it. But anyhow, it's S T E P H E N M O O R E. County is still dry. Ripley City allows alcohol on the ceasefire text line. Okay. My grandson turns one year old this week. I'm taking him with me to vote today. Hopefully in 50 years if Americans still can vote. He can tell people that he had been going to the polls his whole life. Charlie and Brandon. Good idea. Very cool. Good for you, Charlie. Train them right from the beginning there. Uh, let's see. Georgia and Oxford sent an article from the Daily Journal up there in Tupelo about the Five of Potts Camp's electors are running for office. Yeah, it looks story. like 18
2: people fired, filed qualifying papers by the February 5th deadline, and only one of the aldermen running had dropped out. Wow.
1: Eighteen. eighteen five candidates. Five percent of Potts Camp is running for office. <laughs> Must be a heck of a deal, I reckon, huh? To be uh, According to this article. An office there. A couple of places here on the coast are offering a $1,400 sign-on bonus for new hires. That's uh, a text we receive on the C Spire text line from Ken from Long Beach. Yeah, I'm seeing the same thing around here, Ken. It's all sorts of businesses are offering all co- all kinds of signing bonuses, etc., incentives to go to work. Amazing.
2: Which is kind of giving some folks... Uh, bit of indigestion, because if if you're already working, and you're still working, and you kept showing up to work, and you've been
1: working, why don't you get any of that? Yeah, I agree. That's crazy, isn't it? It just seems like the working people always get the short end of the stick. It's no different than the Democrats in crime. The criminals are pandered to. They are accommodated, and the victims you don't hear anything about. It's ridiculous. The great David Bowie bumping us out of this segment. We shall return here on the JT show. We are going to talk about Kamala Harris and her trip to Guatemala and her interview with Lester Holt. Stay with us, the JT show continues.
8: Here's Uncle Cy. Bugs can be a problem. Then you got the termite. They got big teeth like this barn. It would probably take them all maybe three or four days to eat this barn down and there wouldn't be nothing but the tin left laying on the ground. Bunch of sawdust. That's all they leave behind them, sawdust. How I many bugs have I got in my bed? Hopefully none. Is that what's been moving? We got a tough crowd here, boys. If you want the real story about pest control, call Havard Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug exterminator. The
12: name to trust for over 65 years, at Havard Pest Control.
0: At Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction. Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different. That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pest and termite invasions. When it comes to keeping your home and family safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard. Havard Pest Control. Visit
3: HavardPest.com or call 601-936-0309. 601-936-0309. Selling your vehicle, we'll buy it.
6: Hi, I'm Mary Whedon. I have a seawall that's falling apart, so I'm using G3 Services to replace it. G3 Services has a long-lasting, good-looking product. Owner Derek Gentry is dependable, and I know this because he's my friend, and he will be yours as well. He also does enclosed patios, concrete walkways, outdoor kitchens, and well, everything you desire for outdoor living. Call Derek today
13: for an estimate. He is local, and he will call you back. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. Senator Roger Wicker says a joint report on the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol details what we've known all along. A series of preventable intelligence and security failures allowed rioters to break into the building to disrupt a joint session of Congress seven people, including three law enforcement officers, lost their lives. He said he looks forward to considering the recommendations and providing Capitol Police the tools they need to continue to keep the Capitol safe. And there are two separate issues at hand following the state Supreme Court's ruling against Initiative 65, medical marijuana and the initiative process. State Senator Bryce Wiggins says he does not expect the governor to call a special session to deal with either one until leadership from the House, Senate, and the governor's office can come together.
11: He's not going to keep the legislature in for like 80 days, like they had at one point at $30,000 a day.
13: For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis.
14: This is Michael Watson, your Mississippi Secretary of State. This Tuesday, June 8th, is our Municipal General Election Day. Please remember to bring your ID, and don't forget, if you don't vote, you don't have a voice. Get to the polls this Tuesday and make sure your voice is heard.
0: Nobody covers the Magnolia State like Supertalk. Supertalk Mississippi News is your source for all things Mississippi. Stay here and hear the stories that matter. Supertalk Mississippi News. Online at Supertalk.fm. You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now here's more on Super Talk, Mississippi.
8: You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. You must love as a man insane. You broke my wings on one of three. Getting this you're balls of fire. I let you love all Balls of fire. You're kissing me, baby. It feels good. Hold me, baby. You'll just let me love you like a lover should. You're fine. I'm on this world. I took mine, mine, I took
1: my nails and I put them aside. I'm real with everybody. Mississippi's own Jerry Lee Lewis. I can't help but think about Top Gun. The bar scene, right? Goose. He's doing his Jerry Lee Lewis. (laughs) That's pretty cool. Great. Uh, And there's a a new one coming out, right? Supposedly. Yeah. One day. We uh, never know. So, uh, Ed from Aberdeen, uh, he likes the, uh, the music there, the Jerry Lee. He's not crazy about us talking about Kamala Harris and Lester Holt. Sorry about that, Ed, but I think this is pretty important. She's been to Guatemala, Of course, as you know, she was tapped by the president to lead the administration's effort on immigration and the border, yet she has uh, not visited physically herself, though she says she has. She says we have, to be more precise, she got called out by Lester Holt, who is <laughs> certainly no right-wing conservative zealot by any stretch of the imagination. In fact, I would argue his he is he shills regularly. But this is a little excerpt from that interview on the Today Show, Lester Holt interviewing the Vice President.
8: Okay. Do you have any plans
4: to visit the
5: border? I, at some point, you know. I, I, we are going to the border. We've been to the border. So this whole, this, whole, this whole thing about the border, we've been to the border. We've been to the border. You haven't been to the border. I, and I haven't been to Europe. And I, mean, I, don't, I don't understand the point that you're making. Okay.
1: She laughs a lot, doesn't she? That's kind of her... It's her defense mechanism. Yeah, for, for thorny questions. That's just how she deals with it, on a regular basis. It's Exhibit A of why she didn't make it past Iowa. It's exactly right, in the presidential primary. You're totally correct on that. She says that climate change is a major factor in driving people from those nations to the United States. She says... The root causes, that's a quote, of the crisis, climate, poverty, crime, and corruption. Yet, we're going to send them more money. That's what she's kind of stumping for. We're going to go to Guatemala, and we're going to pander and placate the country's president, who's corrupt as all get-out. it It's just really reprehensible. People are living... And squalor in his country, and he is—he's a, a thief. He's a corrupt politician, and even the townspeople are saying, "Don't send the money at the federal level; send it at the local level, where they have more trust for those politicians." He's an authoritarian, at the end of the day. But so her solution is. We're just going to send a bunch of money down there, and and she's really twisting the arms of American companies to go set up shop in those countries, in the triangle countries, of which Guatemala is one. It's, It's really kind of disgusting, but yet she refuses to acknowledge and physically show herself on the physical border. I find that reprehensible
2: and then her refutation is that she hasn't been to Europe
1: it, which was she's a getting there she's continent you yeah. can travel within your own country to the border the two are unrelated totally unrelated it ain't like you don't have oh i don't know an airplane at your disposal like a jet fully equipped and an, an army of people at your beck and call, to go any dead gum where you want. You're advocating your duties by not going to the border. It's just plain and simple. And I don't know, folks, if you caught it. And we're not going to share the the audio. Rhino may find it. I had it at one point. Now I can't find it. But last week, there was a five-year-old that was just dumped by these people smugglers at the border. And he stood right on the border under an overpass and was just screaming, I mean, from the bottom of his lungs, basically, don't leave me here. It. I got to tell you, it was heart-wrenching. It, uh, it just, I can't tell you the, the emotional response I had, especially when it's helpless children involved. That just... That, that, that just uh, really stokes a combination of anger and sadness and sorrow. It just shouldn't be that way. They Of course, the, the child, it was later reported, was taken in by ICE, and I don't know what happened after that, but was, was at least brought to safety. It was reported also that his parents were already in the country. So, and the problem is, this president I think it's uh uh what's his name? his I know his foreign affairs guy's Bolo, Brolo. I can't remember the president's name. It doesn't really matter, but anyhow Alejandro Diamate. That's it. Great pronunciation there, Rhino. So um rolling the R's as you should. Anyhow, he's corrupt. He's he's in the deal with the human traffickers and the, and the drug cartels and stuff. Of course he is. It's all about his money, his personal wealth. He doesn't care about these families. But look, that child, that was bothersome. How could they ignore that? It's because of you. Now, a couple of years ago, as a senator, Kamala Harris basically denounced the idea of a wall, and let's face it, Democrats, they are for, they fully support open borders. Many would argue from a political perspective, they gain a lot of voters by doing so. I I just think it's pandering to the woke crowd, honestly, as much as it is anything. I don't know that the numbers coming across really move the needle where it needs to be moved from a Democrat political advantage perspective. I mean, that's, that's certainly debatable. But yeah, and
2: on the flip side of it, it certainly doesn't engender them to those that have migrated and immigrated and come here and become citizens legally.
1: Right. Exactly. But in her little remarks in country, she said don't come, right? Twice. Emphatically. Which is a complete at complete odds with her prior statements and positions as a senator. This is what aggravates people, is this vacillation and this just wavering and departure and constantly moving all over the place in their views and positions. But this is clearly an example. But anyhow, she's uh, she's getting excoriated somewhat by this, well, I've never been to Europe either, deal, and the little laughing stuff. In the meantime, talking about climate change, what about uh, your buddy Greta? Please say it. Thunberg. <laughs> Greta says, you kill fish. What about their thoughts and feelings? You know, fish that we eat. She's sort of re-emerged. You know, she goes away for a while, and then she kind of pops up again. <laughs> so it was in 2019, I guess, when she kind of really rose to fame, and uh, it seems like it was. But that I remember her being at the United Nations, and she said she called she called him out. And said you only care about money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. How dare you? Remember that uh, admonishment. Oh, boy. So, now she invokes the F-bomb in her latest video. Let's face it. If we don't change where f she says, in a new video, which has garnered more than 117,000 views. <laughs> That's like in two days. And <laughs> she's... Uh, She's talking about the the killing of animals for food. She's calling us out on that. She said we're going to run out of land and food. If we change toward a plant-based diet we could save up to 8 billion tons of CO2. We could feed ourselves on much less land and nature could recover. Wow. But the fish, they have feelings. It's just I don't even
2: know what I'm glad the kid that never had time to go to school is smart enough to lecture us.
1: <laughs> Greta, say your name. Dunberg. We'll be right back on the JT show. <laughs> go,
5: you,
7: are oh, oh, you, are oh, you are supreme. it's just oh, a oh, for Greece
12: If I told you what Daddy wants for Father's
15: Day? Oh, honey, I know your Daddy likes the back of my hand. He wants fishing stuff. Daddy buys his own fishing stuff. All
12: the stuff you get him, he takes back.
15: What? He's been acting like he
0: loves my fishing stuff.
12: Hey, it's in the past, Mommy. But he really wants tools from Ace Bolt and Screw. He loves that place.
0: Ace Bolt and Screw for the stuff Dad loves, located on Julianne Street, just off Gallatin and Jackson, and right off I-55
16: in Gluckstadt. Hi, I'm Dale Danks with the Danks, Miller & Corey firm. Our office represents clients and businesses across Mississippi. If you need a lawyer you can trust and who will fight for you, don't compromise. Danks, Miller & Corey. Online at DanksMillerCorey.com.
3: It's a madness sale. We're back on the lot. The deals are astounding. Really? Stop the noise quality vehicles affordable prices pinnacle motors it's what they're all about come see steve owen and the friendly staff and find a quality pre-owned vehicle with financing available and a warranty pinnacle motors on highway 463 in brandon at the corner of baker lane and vine street online at pinnacle motors llc.com quality vehicles affordable prices pinnacle motors
0: i wish there was a place where we could sample wines before we
9: buy
17: there is! Colony Bistro and Wine Bar just opened right next door to Colony Wine Market in Madison. They have 32 wines by the glass, wine flights, and the food is terrific.
18: Yes! Get your purse, sweetie! This is the opening Agri-Market Report. It's the opening of the New York Cotton Exchange, July cotton was up 80 to 85.15. December cotton was up 77 to 86.03. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade July soybeans were up 34 cents to 1594 and a quarter per bushel. August soybeans were up 27 and three quarters to 1550 per bushel. July corn was up 12 and three quarters to 692 per bushel. September corn was up 10 and three quarters to 631 and three quarters per bushel. At the mercantile, August live cattle was up 12 to 117.90. October live cattle was up 12 to 123.82. August feeders. Down 82 to 149.35. September feeders down a dollar to 151.62. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is down 33 points, 34,597. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk, Mississippi Agrinews
10: Network. The formula for success is a simple one: put strong in. Get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton, including varieties like DP2012B3XF, DP2020B3XF, and DP2038B3XF. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable, grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions.
9: Smart shoppers will tell you they found it on highbid.com. Highbid.com lets you explore thousands of auctions across the US and around the world. You'll find gold coins, sporting goods, classic cars, collectible toys, fine jewelry, household items, and sports memorabilia autographed by the greats. Highbid.com has hundreds of thousands of items for sale every day. It's easy to search and it's easy to find auctions in your area. Just go to highbid.com. That's h i b i d.com and see what everyone is talking about
4: all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi
0: 97.3. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm.
2: Oh, would you like to swing on a star? Harry Moonbeams home in a jar. And be better
7: off than you are. Or would you rather be a fish?
16: A fish won't do anything but swim in a brook. He can't write
7: his name or read a book. To fool the people is his only thought. And though he's slippery, he still gets caught. But then if that sort of life is what you wish, you may grow up to be a fish.
1: Take that greta. Bing Crosby, that's awesome. <laughs> Wonder if Bing thought fish had feelings.
7: <laughs> oh
1: my gosh! On the C-Spire text line, cellular carriers and cable providers do the same thing. He's talking about uh, the the uh, issue with employers paying little bonuses cash bonuses to attract new employees. He says, all sorts of incentives for new customers. only thing they do for existing customers is raise rates and decrease services. Can you give me an example of that, Brooks in Brookhaven, where your services have decreased? I've had just the opposite experience. Services continue to increase, and uh, prices, and, and really the services that increase, Certainly, from a, a mobile perspective, it it's usually the the data plans that they they tend to expand just to be competitive. But you know, I got to tell you, I have a different sort of take on this. It's the absolute best value on the planet. The price continues to plummet. If you just go and look at time, don't look at last month versus this month, but just over a period of time. The, the value, the utility, the functionality, the services, relative to the price, it's like off-the-chart improvements. And, and it keeps getting better and better and better. Uh, and it's, that's across the spectrum of carriers and providers. It is because it's so competitive. And to them, what's valuable is, is having you as a subscriber... That they are able to leverage that in the investment community in the investment markets that that continuous subscription number is just a big deal it's the same thing as the measurements on social media platforms, the daily active users this is just a big measurement they all key in on because they know that's what allows them to drive their advertising sales. You remember when zuckerberg and the big tech guys were up on the hill this is 3 4 years ago in the senate and one of those goofy senators i can't remember which one asked him how they made money how do you make money like how do you generate revenue i mean he literally did not get the model whatsoever well see it's free for the people that use it and we sell he actually said we sell advertising senator That's what he said now they have some other revenue streams, but their primary source of revenue is advertising. That's why you get all that stuff. What you get in exchange for that is free use of the tools. It's free. So in the case of... What's the
2: uh, old adage, if, if, if it's free, you're the product?
1: It's a, and it's exactly right. And we, we in the IT industry knew this was coming 20 years ago that your information and information about you uh, and your your habits and, and experiences and and so forth were ultimately going to become the product. Now, by the way, Apple is having their Worldwide Developers Conference. I don't think it's live again. It's zoomed up. I saw some video of it with Tim Cook, the CEO, coming out, and they've got this cartoon-looking audience. It's like shows him going out on a stage, and he's addressing these cartoon <laughs> characters in the seats, and they're clapping and stuff. But they're changing a lot of those, those privacy, uh, I guess just the rules and the privacy provisions of using their tools to the chagrin of those that uh, make their living on their platforms, that show their wares and advertise their wares and push all that stuff on you. The bottom line is all of the sites you visit and your habits and so forth, you can opt out of that. You've probably seen now... When you uh, access one of your apps, and you're asked, that's built into the operating system on the Apple platform now, whether or not you want that app to be able to track um, your navigation experiences. You were just saying that, and my
2: phone just popped up, and it goes, Hey, this weather app's been tracking you. Do you want it to keep tracking you? Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, timely. So you can opt out of that, and that is not being received very well, by the app folks and, and people who rely on knowing where you've been, knowing your, uh, your history, so they can target stuff to sell to you. That's how it works. That's the, that's the revenue model. The business model, essentially. So Anyhow, they're changing. We, we'll talk about that a little bit more. Three or four key changes you might want to know about with respect to iOS 15, the newly released operating system. And Tim cooks uh, he's announcing all that at the Worldwide Developers Conference Apple is having. The world's most valuable company, by the way, Apple. We shall step away for the news for you right here. And when we return, we've got Mississippi Attorney General Lynn Fitch. And then don't forget, later on today, as we told you yesterday, we got a couple, of at least one giveaway, or two giveaways today, right? Two right? of them. Two giveaways today. You'll want to stick around and hear about that so you can win some tickets. We'll be right back.
0: You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601 345 8090.
15: I'm Wu. More details out on the hack which affected thousands of gas stations in the country and hit Colonial Pipeline with a more than $4 million ransom demand.
16: It was the hardest decision I've made in my 39 years in the energy industry. And I know how critical our pipeline is to the country.
15: CEO Joseph Blount testifying before a Senate committee a day after the Justice Department revealed it had recovered the majority of that ransom. Blount also addressing the issue of the decryption key. He said today that it actually is working and it's still working and he says one of the misconceptions about getting back online post a hack is that it happens instantaneously. He said this will be a months long process if not a years long process. Fox's Hillary Vaughn and U.S. job openings surge to a record 9.3 million in April. America's listening to Fox News.
12: Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. Ridgeland Medical Clinic is a proud
11: sponsor of the Gallo Radio Show. Conveniently located in Ridgeland off Highway 51 North in the Oak Place Shopping Center. Call them to see Jody Adams today.
13: I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. Polls are open until 7 tonight for the municipal general election secretary of state michael watson is encouraging everyone to get out and vote
14: we've got folks who will be all across the state today we'll be in roughly about 60 cities i'm going to be traveling going to precincts making sure that we're following election law and i think that's important for mississippians to know you know we we care we're going to be in the precincts watching and we want to return that confidence to our system
13: and calls to defund the police may not be originating in mississippi but they are leaving an impact
4: there's a difficulty that now we have even filling positions in uh, uh, the you know, state trooper academies.
13: Senator Daniel Sparks believes the disrespect for law enforcement on a national level is contributing to crime.
4: They give somebody that's out addressing them to say, well, all police are bad, so it justifies my bad behavior. And it's a terrible place
13: to be. Find us online at supertalk.fm. For Supertalk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis.
10: If you need a contractor to help rebuild your home after a disaster, Don't get scammed. Go licensed. Be skeptical about door-to-door offers of repair services. Ask friends and family for recommendations of contractors that they've used. Get at least three bids and never pay in cash. Don't make a bad situation worse. Protect yourself and your family after disaster strikes. Go licensed. For more information, visit our website at www.msboc.us.
11: There's not a lot that's free in life. I mean, it calls to bring you into this world, and when you leave it, and everything in between. Well, there is something free and valuable to your well-being, and that's for you to call 811 before you dig, pull stumps, erect a mailbox, dig
4: a post, or start a garden. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero
16: injuries.
13: Federal pandemic unemployment benefits will end June 12th. Jackie Turner with the Department of Employment Security expects between 70 to 80,000 people to drop off the rolls.
15: The regular unemployment program that um, we, we run as a typical program will continue, and those who are already on that program, which is our regular up to $235 a week, people have been getting the extra $300 added to that, that will end also for those folks on regular
13: unemployment. Between the federal program and regular unemployment benefit programs, over $4 billion in unemployment benefits have been paid out in Mississippi since the beginning of the pandemic. And Vice President Kamala Harris is visiting portions of Latin America to address root causes of immigration. Republicans are criticizing the trip, saying she should have visited the southern border instead. Even Governor Tate Reeves weighed in by saying, hard to fix anything when her priorities are not America's priorities. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis.
4: Yellow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 till 09. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson
0: 97.3. Welcome to Real Talk for real Mississippians. Let, 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 let's do this. Three, two, one. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert.
1: Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, on this uh, Tuesday. It's Gerard and Rhino in the studio. And joining us now, also in the studio, Mississippi's Attorney General, our good friend Lynn Fitch. Good morning, uh, General. Thanks so much for coming in today.
19: Good morning, Dry. Great to be here as always.
1: Well, we really appreciate it. So we wanted to uh, have you in today to focus our discussion somewhat on uh, the scourge of human trafficking, which is just uh, continues to be a big issue in our state, and what your office is uh, seeing with respect to that. And... Uh, some successes, I think, you guys have had uh, here recently.
19: Absolutely. Unfortunately, this is a crime haven happening across our country but it's happening in our state and so we have to stand up to that we have to be very uh, impactful we have to be compassionate and drive to help and rescue these victims and so just recently we had some operations that we did across our state you know one in north mississippi one in this area and then one on the coast Uh, again with partners You, you can't do these rescues and these operations without your partners we had fbi sheriff's office local police departments everybody worked Working together, yeah. And as we went in, you know, we found these young women, and we rescued 20 young women in the last few weeks across our state. That is alarming, alarming. Um, and we were able to also get, you know, six of the perpetrators off the street, these bad actors that are continuing to um, take these young women primarily and get them in these trafficking rings. Um, and they do it over and over again. So it was very um, important as we worked together. We went off these tips. Uh, We worked very diligently. You have to just really stay at it and find these young girls and and then get them back out um, safely.
1: How does the attorney general, the office specifically, how does it coordinate and interact with local and state law enforcement, maybe even federal law enforcement on on, uh, the human trafficking issue? I had uh, Chief of Police of Pearl, Mississippi, Dean Scott on the program about a month or so ago. And I got to tell you, General, some of the stuff that uh, he uh, enlightened us with was alarming uh, Mm -hmm. about the the scourge of human trafficking. But how do you guys coordinate with those folks?
19: So we'll put together. We have a task force. We, if we get a lot of information on tips, and look. Um, The chief does an amazing job. He's one of the great task force members, and everybody coming together. And we will look at different areas. Uh, We'll come together and say, let's work on this particular uh, area uh, on the coast, or this particular here in central Mississippi, because we've gotten enough tips. We know that there are bad actors out there. We know that these young women are primarily in some of these really seedy hotels. We get a lot of tips about trying to get into those locations. Uh, So we have to do a lot of due diligence on the beginning, so I said, it takes all of us. Um, and again, the federal partners uh, and our state and local uh, working together and really taking the information, the intel, putting it together, and then going in there you know, as a unified front. Because when you go in for those rescues and everything, Jared, you have to yeah. protect that victim. You have to be looking for that perpetrator. You have to be taking that young woman and helping her get safely. But you also have to build the trust. They, they have to know that you're coming in there to take care of them that you're not just another uh trafficked it's ring that these true. these people are coming in they're just about to traffic you again again you have to build up these trusts with these victims and so when they see that our investigators our law enforcement they're all in there for the purpose of of help helping and assisting these young women you know then you see their demeanor change because again it's all about how do we get these victims safely out How do we get them back into society without any shame or blame, Uh, and what do we do together, not only from the law enforcement perspective, but what are we doing as a state? What's our outreach? How do we know this is going? And, you know, just having these conversations is so key because, you know, many times people say, well, human trafficking, it's not happening in our state. Well, absolutely. You pick any area of our state. Unfortunately, it is. And so it's upon all of us to be very engaged, uh, to recognize that it's happening, and then to go anytime that we can help these victims.
1: Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that uh, the chief shared, uh, General, that was absolutely shocking to me is uh, sort of dispelled the perceptions. I think most average Mississippians think, well, these are transients. These are people moving through the area, both the traffickers and the victims. And what we learned from the chief is that, no, that's not the case, that that most of the time it's their own family members that are engaged in this sort of ridiculous activity. And and that was just shocking to me. And you make a great point that I haven't thought about when you, when you're trying to I guess bust up these illicit activities, the victims, given their scenario and their experience, they don't trust anybody, and you can't really blame them. So you have to establish and build that trust to help them, and that makes total sense because they've been lied to a lot, is right. how they got in that situation, and so they've got to find people they they trust, but anyhow, when the when the Chief shared that about this occurring under our nose, this is Mississippians in many cases, and um, th- they're abusing their own family in this respect. That just really blew me away. But you made a point. I want you. To, I want you to help our audience with General. How can we? Uh, Be aware, be prepared, and be the solution, as you guys like to say.
19: Right. Well, we're going to move forward because it is happening out there, as you said. It's happening across our state, and 50% of it is by family members. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, And a point I want to pivot to as well, you know, many times when these family members are trafficking these young victims, they're doing it and drugs are involved.
1: Yeah, that's what he said, too. Drugs come right
19: hand in hand with it, and so quick drug use, quick cash. um, And then these victims many times are given drugs as well to get through their episodes of trafficking. So think about the harm that's happened to these young women, or or young men as well. I mean, can you imagine your world is upside down, you trust no one, you're being injected with um, drugs or having to take drugs to get through these horrific acts of trafficking. Um, and so we have to stop and, and realize, hey, these, these young women, they're somebody's daughter, a sister, uh, an aunt, a friend. Exactly. And so stop and realize that we have to put a face on this. Yeah. It has to become real because we know that it's a $150 billion annually illegal business happening across our globe. Uh, That's just mind-boggling that that's happening, uh, and that we have that going on here. So. Outreaching, we have to now stand up. We have to make people aware. We have to look at what the signs are. We're getting ready to launch off. Um, Like I said, it's always about partners because you can do nothing if you don't have each other standing shoulder to shoulder going, hey, we recognize this, and we're all going in for the rescue and the awareness and the outreach. So uh, we're getting ready to launch off a statewide initiative at the end of the month. Uh, It's key because we want to talk about this is happening really to to be aware and and i'll tell you talking about the tips one of the greatest way we get tips are through the hotline Hmm. Uh, and i'd like to give the listening audience the hotline uh... the number because it's so key and here the really two valuable ways that we get information so the hotline number is one eight 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 three seven three seven eight 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 or the text is to two three three seven three three Uh, Again, if you are aware, you're prepared, you're helping be part of the solution, this many times, these tips that come through, this puts us on the parlay to find these young girls, because somebody has seen something, they know that's not right, they've seen them in a store, they see them being guided rather than, you know, affectionately hold their hand, many times they're uh, not as clean, and you can see they will not make eye contact. When they are around other people, they have been taught to have no personal hmm. connection, hmm. and so when we start looking for all these signs, Gerard, do we know we have to make a difference. Yeah, anonymously call in, and then that helps us go in and rescue. But the initiative is is key. We're we're working with a number of different groups: the truckers, uh, convenience, uh, uh, beverages. A, a lot of different people are going to be coming together to say, "Look." we're all going to work standing up for this you know the ultimate goal is to eradicate this yeah. uh, the department of public safety is a tremendous partner and let me let me kind of go from there because those um, individuals that the law enforcement they're seeing they're helping they're on the streets the highways they're helping us recognize these victims and then coming in for the rescue as well but then you have You know, your truck drivers who have the commercial licenses. And so they are of great benefit. They are also the eyes and the ears, and they're helping us and giving us tips. Bus drivers. Think about the the, the the individuals that get on these buses. Yeah. So the Department of Education, you know, teaching our bus drivers, to, uh, training our, our truck drivers, and that is very key because mm. think about how much they're out on our roadways and the information and the intel they can give back to us uh, to make a difference.
1: And they're likely to encounter uh, these victims as well and, and maybe in some cases don't even know it. But that's, that's what right. you guys are doing is trying to help them spot those red flags that says, yeah, this is probably an issue that needs to be reported. We got a break right here folks. we'll come right back. we've got uh, Mississippi's Attorney General Lynn Fitch in the studio stay with us on the JT show.
12: Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland.
15: best tomatoes in town. Calloway's will have farm fresh produce seven days a week. Calloway's offers bulk soils for delivery and pickup. We also offer landscaping and our designers Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle can design and install your landscape. From a small job to total transformations, just give us a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Visit Calloway's in Gluckstadt on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High.
0: yourself With everything you need to take on your day, wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. On this Tuesday, we've got Attorney General Lynn Fitch is our guest in the studio. We've been talking about human trafficking. Wanted to pivot now, General, and talk about insulin and some work you guys have been doing, specifically a lawsuit that I think you filed on the price of insulin and what's going on there. Tell us uh, the story there.
19: I I did. This is a very important lawsuit. It affects hundreds of thousands of people. And so we just filed it. And and it's so key because insulin is required for people to live. I mean, it's outrageous the cost of insulin. And, and George, just to give you, let me just put it in context. In Mississippi, we have the highest prevalence of diabetes in the United States. Yep. 13.6% of our population have diabetes. That's 400,000 plus people in our state alone. Mm. And if you think about it, diabetes causes blindness, kidney failure, amputation, and that's over 22% of the hospitalizations in our state are associated with diabetes. It's the 7% leading cause of death in the United States so it is here it is in our state and just from the perspective of what does it cost us um, the, the cost of diabetes in Mississippi is about 3.5 billion dollars a year mm. uh, that is outrageous so one in every four dollars are being spent annually to pay for insulin costs. right um, and so mm. you've got at least a hundred thousand Mississippians right now that can't live tomorrow if they don't have insulin um, I, I'll tell you, it, you know, on the average it's about $5,700 a year for a diabetic to be able to get their insulin. My daughter is a type 1 diabetic. And look, this painful, chronic disease stepped in and, and affected my beautiful daughter. And so there's no going back. You know, you if you don't have insulin, you don't live. Yeah. And so it's it's really important to me because here's what I see happening across our state, across our country. Insulin is so expensive, people are bootlegging insulin, they're taking expired insulin, they're not taking it because they can't afford to purchase it, and look what happens to them. We have so many deaths, we have so many side effects from that. You know, I just can't stand by and let these precious individuals across our state not be stood up for and say, look, you got to make this right because I cannot live and I have to have my insulin.
1: So, what's the premise of the lawsuits, exactly?
19: So, because insulin is so costly, and again, sitting in that just that context of how many people in Mississippi have it, yeah. so, yeah, you know, it's manufactured by three big companies, primarily. Yeah. So, actually, the cost of producing in- insulin has been decreasing over the last uh, 15 years, but guess what? The cost of insulin has skyrocketed 1,000%. A thousand percent. So think about if you're the person who needs to purchase it, and it's that costly. But let me tell you what they're doing. And it's the, there's a three pharmacy benefit managers as well in the three primary companies. But they increase this insulin lockstep. So if one increases it by a decimal, every one of them does too. So what do you have? You've got insulin pricing going on right here. I mean, this, this is a scheme. This is a conspiracy to have insulin costs continue to push together. Every time it goes up, they all do it. And it hurts who? The people that need the diabetes, that have diabetes who need the insulin to live. Because there's, there's no second choices. And so that, that's just unacceptable. That, that, we just cannot allow that to happen. And so that's why I'm going after them, because I, I believe in doing the right thing. And these companies are not doing the right thing. Look, I'm, I'm very pro-business. I, I appreciate it. I'm a very big partner in, in the business uh, arena for our state and our country. But if you're not acting in good faith... That's that's different. Our partnership is broken. Yeah. And so when I see this happening and I see these manufacturers raising this insulin cost uh, all together and, and making it unaffordable for people, it's heartbreaking. And so it's time to stand up and say, we're not going to allow that. There's
1: been a lot of exposure of the uh, PBMs, the pharmacy benefit managers, and that structure in the entire pharmaceutical supply chain aspect of the industry. Uh, doesn't it just seem like that, I don't know, that the the public's not being best served by that structure? Now it looks it's free market, free enterprise. You and I both agree uh, that their rights there, but it just appears there might be some collusion going on with these PBMs, and uh, there's been a lot of exposure. There's there's been a lot of reporting on the entire. PBM aspect, and it's very complex, as you know, very convoluted, how the flow of money works between the manufacturers, the PBMs, uh, the drug distributors, and then the the physicians, and the consumers, and the retailers. I mean, it's complicated the way all the m- money flows there. But the PBMs are kind of in the middle of all that and orchestrate all that. And so a lot of times the manufacturers uh, or even the distributors will, will pass on savings that uh, the PBMs tend to pocket and don't pass all the way through. And I think that's what causes a lot of this issue. Is there is there something, I guess, that just appears to be illegal? I mean, you're filing a lawsuit, so obviously you feel like that there's some I- illegal activity going on here. But is that kind of part of that? Do you see that? Uh, and I may, I may be getting out into no, the, no, the tangent here. You're, but.
19: you're absolutely correct, right? I mean, they're right in the middle of it. Yeah. So I've I've named three PBMs in this as well because okay. they're reaping all these benefits as the insulin prices are going up and the recipients are having to pay these outrageous costs. Yeah. PBMs are right in the middle. They're getting these rebates, these right. discounts, these coupons. So instead of really helping individuals who need their insulin, they're not. They're they're just getting. Their uh, bottom line is getting bigger and healthier, and that's all going fine for the business. But we're, it's affecting the people. Yeah. And so here's what you have: you have individuals who have to compromise their lives because it's so costly. And you're right; it's so layered down in there with these big corporations, with these PBMs, and the ultimate losers are the people who need the insulin.
1: Yeah. If there, again, if there's some sort of conspiracy collusion going on there, which it, it certainly looks like there is, that's a problem. That's that sort of exceeds the the precepts of a free market and free competition. Uh, where, in fact, our antitrust laws they're designed to prevent that uh, specifically. Especially when you consider the fact that these guys have patents uh, on on these drugs and and you know they kind of leverage that to their benefit and that's fine. They invented it. They invested in it. But when there's sort of downstream collusion going on and and. Maybe that's too strong a term in this in this uh, to describe it in this context, but it, it just sure seems like that there's kind of a closed loop within the the supply chain there that that's hurting consumers.
19: Well, no, you're exactly right. This is an insulin pricing scheme going okay. on. Okay. No question about well, that's it.
1: That's a problem in my view.
19: It is, and again, like I said, when you see the insulin costs decreasing to produce, but yet you look at the increased at all a thousand percent that's that's unheard of that's outrageous that is a penalty for the users and again this isn 't like a something you can take and you just say well I'll take it next week or maybe next month right. no no this is you die. Yeah. You, you. There's no. There's. This is the lifeline. And so to make it so unaffordable to put people in positions where they have to leverage their insulin, compromise their livelihoods, uh, it, it's ridiculous. And and the costs. Think about it. If the monies could be saved, that these families, these individuals, wow. But they can't. They're spending. a year that we know of, just as an average, and they can't do anything because that is their lifeline to maintain their life.
1: It just sounds like that, uh, I guess, the players in the supply chain have some sort of protections they really shouldn't have, and and they're sort of keeping that kind of closed, and that's impacting the price, the street price, essentially, to the consumer. And that... That, that's really antithetical to the concept of free enterprise and free market, in my view. So it needs to be addressed.
19: Agree. Look, like I said, when you see all three of them move at yeah. the same you yeah. know, decibel, you, you know there's collusion yeah. going on. Um, so that, that's happening, and, and we're, we're, we're going to take them on because that's, that's not acting in good faith.
1: I agree. I totally agree. Well, we'll be tracking that. What, what are some of the other priorities? You've got Got a couple of minutes left uh, here, General. What are some of the other priorities for, for your office at this point?
19: Well, you know, we've had so many great things going on and we certainly have been working on human trafficking. We're working on the opioid abuse with a number of our partners as well. We've been very engaged through the pandemic with domestic violence, partnering there to help those individuals. Uh, we have a number of uh, cases going on. Uh, again, we're very much in, moving forward in our outreach because again, um, knowledge is, is powerful and our job is to share that because this office affects Everybody across our state. And so the more they know about this office, how we can be protective, how we can help our victims, we're looking at it from every arena and hoping to provide people across our state with knowledge about their Attorney General's office.
1: Well, good. Keep the people safe and uh, uh, keep it going there, Attorney General. We thank you so much for joining us today. Attorney General Lynn Fitch has been our guest. Thanks for coming on.
19: Thank you. Pleasure as always.
1: Appreciate it. And we shall take a break right here. We'll come back with much more talk on the JT Show. Don't forget at 1205, Secretary of State Michael Watson joins us. Stay with us.
3: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 60% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 89. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 73. Wednesday, a 60% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 88. Before your Thursday, a 30% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 89. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road, RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon.
8: Here's Uncle Cy.
10: What's the biggest bug you've ever seen in your life?
8: Well, that would be me and a bunch of soldiers when we was in Vietnam fighting the war. We run into a herd of Oriental cockroaches, and they all weighed about 30 pounds. We actually had a firefight with them for about two hours. They were trying to overrun us. If you want the real story about pest control, call Havard Pest Control Incorporated, the professional bug exterminator. The
12: name to trust for over 65 years At Havard Pest
10: Control, the difference is clear
0: At Havard Pest Control, their number one goal is customer satisfaction Havard understands that everyone's pest control needs are different That's why they offer a wide variety of services to protect your home against all kinds of pest and termite invasions When it comes to keeping your home and family safe against all kinds of pests, trust Havard Havard Pest Control Visit
3: havardpest.com or call 601 936 0309. 601 936
13: 0309. Garden Mama here to ask, what about your trees? Hmm? Everybody like me who has big trees in their landscape needs a tree service, and mine is Matthew's Tree Service, the metro area's oldest residential tree service. They're licensed, insured, and ready to consult with you about damaged trees and healthy ones, too. Listen to your mama now and call Matthew's for free estimates in the Greater Jackson metro area. Call 601-316-8584. Matthew's Tree Service.
11: This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954, and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. 1-800-647-8540 or on the web at MajesticMetalsInc.com.
13: I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Polls are open until 7 tonight for the municipal general election. Secretary of State Michael Watson is encouraging everyone to get out and vote.
14: We've got folks who will be all across the state today. We'll be in roughly about 60 cities. I'm going to be traveling, going to precincts, making sure that we're following election law. And I think that's important for Mississippians to know. You know, we we care. We're going to be in the precincts watching, and we want to return that confidence to our system.
13: And calls to defund the police may not be originating in Mississippi, but they are leaving an impact.
4: There's a difficulty that... Now we have even filling positions in uh, uh, the you know, state trooper academies.
13: Senator Daniel Sparks believes the disrespect for law enforcement on a national level is contributing to crime.
4: It gives somebody that's out addressing them to say, well, all police are bad, so it justifies my bad behavior. And it's a terrible
13: place to be. Find us online at supertalk.fm. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis.
0: Go
10: with the home team.
0: Gallo knows Mississippi better than anyone. No one gets better interviews than him. Gallo. He asks all the questions everybody wants to know. Mornings on Super Talk Mississippi. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Up to the minute reports on air and always online at supertalk.fm. Your statewide news network. Supertalk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Supertalk Mississippi.
1: And the JT Show Super Talk Mississippi appreciate Attorney General Lynn Fitch coming in to visit with us this morning. Interesting updates on the human trafficking situation, the work the office is doing there, and and also with respect to this uh, this insolent situation with the pharmacy benefit managers. In the meantime, how about it, Rhino? At this time, want to do a giveaway?
2: yeah we got some tickets to give away uh concerts are back and uh we got one coming up pretty soon you might want to check out on june 20th legendary rock group sticks and collective soul will be playing at the brandon amphitheater in brandon tickets for the show are already on sale at ticketmaster.com and at the brandon amphitheater box office but Keep your wallet in your pocket, because you got a chance to win two tickets. All you got to do is be the tenth person to text in to the C Spire text line with the correct phrase, and you'll win. The C Spire text line is 601-879-4395. Be the tenth person to text in with the key phrase "renegade," and you will win two pairs of or two tickets, a pair to see Sticks and Collective Soul at the Brandon Amphitheater.
1: There you go. On the C Spire text line, Lonnie says, My meds with insurance, my copay is almost three weeks of my bring-home pay. I see the renegades are rolling in. Let's see. uh, What else we got? Uh, This is a subject close to my heart. These companies need to be regulated. Make them show proof of why they need to raise prices. Ed from Aberdeen. Yeah, I disagree with that, Ed. That would be a socialized medicine. That uh, would be government essentially managing the, uh, the health care industry. It's because of government is why the price is so high. If we had less government and more free market in health care, I can assure you we would all pay less. And a great deal of what we pay is for those who don't pay, who, who can't in many cases. It's just a fact of life. So you probably saw that the FDA approved this, this new Alzheimer's drug. You see that, Rhino? It's, um, it's, it's really pretty dead gum big news, uh, breakthrough, and it's, it's not necessarily a cure, a, a, a 100% categorical cure, but it, it is just a, a huge announcement and a huge breakthrough. Uh, but it 's fifty six thousand dollars a year fifty six thousand for the treatment uh, for an annual course of this treatment a- and so it you know it begs the question should we should insurers cover that and so here 's the theory i 've had for as long as i 've been discussing health care and health care policy, which frankly is what got me interested in politics, going back two thousand and eight when then-candidate for President Barack Obama was campaigning and discussing his plans for health care reform. And we all know now what we got was so-called Obamacare, which, by the way, was way less than what they wanted. Way less. Uh, But nonetheless, most conservatives wanted it totally repealed. Less regulation, less government, less subsidized coverage, less... Uh, Medicaid expansion and so forth, but my belief has always been that the primary reason the cost of care continues to increase is because we keep inventing more of it, and everybody wants it. So here's the situation. Now we have a drug that is uh, intended to, I don't know that it cures Alzheimer's, but it—it it is one that I think is, um, treats it, shall we say, maybe even prevents it, because it's now been determined or it's not now, but it's been determined and established for some time that, uh, I hope I'm saying this right clinically, that a buildup of plaque in the brain is what causes Alzheimer's. And so I think this drug, if I'm not mistaken, uh, addresses that, this new approved drug. It's $56,000 a year. now. Um, you know, before you, that drug existed, it cost zero. You just had Alzheimer's, and you suffered the, the clinical effects of that, many times resulting in death. But now that it's available, uh, most people, of course, that are subject to the disease or, or grappling with the disease, which costs, by the way, billions of dollars a year, um, they want the treatment, understandably. But it's 56000 Now, is that a fair price? I don't know, but should the government regulate the price? Not my view. Should they regulate the price of anything? I don't think so. That's what causes everything to get out of whack. Um, and, again, it, it did come out about $10,000 more than... The ten dollars to $25,000, I should say, range that Wall Street analysts were expecting, it came out at 56000 I mean, I, I guess the you could say... So the problem with health care is that it's not like, well, I don't n- really need that new TV. I don't need a more expensive vehicle. I just don't have to... I can live without it.
2: The vehicle is the best example I've seen, or the best... Allegory, That's not the right word. Analogy. Analogy, yeah. Because you see new features implemented all the time on vehicles, and you see the price of new vehicles constantly going up.
1: Yeah. Keep doing more, and they cost more. Uh, It's, you know, about the only thing that defies that is the industry I was in, which we kept expanding performance, functionality, capabilities, and the price kept going down. And... It, uh it was it was always a, a concern from a business perspective we had to deal with deflation all the time it, well that just means you got to sell more of whatever but the g- good news is that I finally got accustomed to new stuff's constantly being invented
2: what's the didn't they term it a law where it's the exponential growth of computing power I think they got some some guy's name tagged uh, to it
1: yeah Moore's law yeah it's it has to do with um, uh, Transistor density. And the idea was like on a cycle, like every two years, that we would increase by some factor the density and it how much you could plant in silicon. So all you gotta do is think about when I first started in the industry in the in the mid eighties, you know, a 40 meg hard disk, forty meg mechanical hard disk, meg. Not gig, meg. That's that, smaller than the selfie you take. Correct. That's exactly right. That was twenty-five hundred bucks for one of those, and it was somewhat unreliable because it was mostly mechanical, and mechanical. Could you imagine
2: if a selfie cost five grand to store?
1: <laughs> Wouldn't have any more dead gum selfies. That might not be a bad thing. Well, look today, how many gig can you get on a thumb drive that they give away as trinkets at trade shows now? Right. That's how it's changed. Or even smaller than
2: that, you've got those little cards you can put in digital cameras that will hold a terabyte. A terabyte
1: on a, like a little SIM card. A little SD card. Yeah, thing. an SD card, right. So, all that, oh, that's good news. Uh, but, so what happens is, is, is the cost of that plummets, and the performance and the functionality increases. New wares are invented. And by wares, I mean hardware, software just a, a plethora of technology and so whereas when I started in the business it was pretty much PCs and printers and rudimentary archaic cryptic networking technology where a 3-com network 8-bit Ethernet card that was about a foot long cost 895 bucks and now that's on a teeny tiny chip embedded on your system board your main board which doesn't have much on it anymore uh, that's in, that's uh, built into your your whatever your device is. But anyhow, that's just kind of shows you how innovation and, and technology. Well, in healthcare, we keep inventing new stuff. That's the good news. From an economic perspective, the bad news is it costs money. So if you think about all of the various treatments and therapies and procedures, et cetera, that are available today. Versus a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, 20 years ago. You're just buying more. That being said, there are
2: measures that the economy could take that would limit some of this pricing, like with prescription drugs. It is innumerable, the number of name-brand prescriptions that are just a reformulation of generic or a different dosage
1: of something that's been generic for decades. There's no question, and there needs to be some patent reform in that respect. because You're exactly right. What happens is they make a little change in the formula there and get a new patent and protect it. Yeah, there needs to be some reform there. I think that's when patent laws, which I fully support, I know Lots of uh, really staunch libertarians do not. I respect that, but they probably need some reform, I think. In that, but I agree. Um, what if these guys truly can save billions of dollars for 56 grand? Maybe that ought to be worked out in the economics. We'll take a break right here. We'll come back. I did want to get back to uh, Apple's new privacy features when we return.
3: 601-345-8090
18: That's 601-345-8090 or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. The USDA has outlined its plan for boosting food banks and food purchases using up to $1 billion from recent congressional spending packages. The information comes in the wake of the USDA ending the Farmers to Families Food Box program. However, the USDA has insisted that it will use the best of from the Food Box effort to make changes to other food nutrition programs. The USDA said it will use nearly $500 million from recent spending packages to expand the network of providers through the Emergency Food Assistance Program to aid food banks and local organizations in meeting ongoing needs in their communities. Another $400 million will be used in Agricultural Marketing Service to expand the pool of local and regional farmers and ranchers, including minority farmers. Servicing food bank networks, one of the keys in the USDA effort, was providing one- 100 million dollars for storage and refrigeration capacity i'm nixon williams and this is super talk mississippi agri-news network
10: get five-star tools for your five-star dad with battery power made by steel from mowers and blowers to trimmers and more with the ak homeowner series starting at 199.99 dad can get the work done quickly and make more time for what really matters Shop online at steelusa.com slash gift guide. Pick up at over 10,000 local steel dealers. All prices MSRP includes battery and charger available participating dealers. Dad doesn't quit until the job is done. So get him gas-powered tools from steel that can keep up with him. From chainsaws and trimmers to blowers and more, steel has the tools dad needs. With legendary steel gas-powered equipment starting at $139.99. Shop online at steelusa.com slash gift guide. Pick up at over 10,000 local steel dealers. All prices MSRP available participating dealers.
5: Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
8: I'm back. I told you
0: I was coming back. This is the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Thank everyone, the JT show, Super Talk, Mississippi. Get, get got, stop, you know, every time I hear a Hall and Oats song, I hearken back to my days when I was living in Southern California, 1981, was engaged to my lovely wife at the time, and a popular tune from Hall and Oats was Kisses on My List. So getting a little sentimental here, but uh that would pop up on the radio there in Southern California and I would make me think about my wife to be fiancé at the time. So a little anecdotal sharing of Holland Oak's connection. So um we a couple of C texts here, or texts on the C Spire text line, I should say. Uh one from let's say Jamie from Summit sent a photo. Uh, Truckers Against Human Trafficking, Against Trafficking, excuse me. That is a sticker.
16: Yeah, it's a
2: sticker on, uh, I believe, every single Walmart truck that's on the roadways. And uh, the sticker has a text number and a phone number that you can call if you are a victim of human trafficking to get out.
1: Very cool. And that's the numbers that uh, Attorney General Finch shared on the air as well. So I appreciate that. Also, our friend, From up in Columbus, uh, Jeff Smith reports, you know, our National Guard troops are out in California going through, I think, their war games uh, maneuvers now. And he reports that they're all doing well. The war games commenced, I think, if I'm not mistaken, yesterday. And uh, his son is uh, participating in those out in California, a member of the Guard. We appreciate that update there from Jeff. Yeah, Paula Fulton, the new Alzheimer's drug, purportedly slows the progression of the disease. Yeah, I thought it was a, a treatment in that respect, not really a preventative uh, or a cure, but slow. But it's, just, it's a huge step. I mean, the medical community is really talking this up and heralding this as a breakthrough. Uh, it's it's uh,
2: And a different Jamie on the C text line was a winner of the Sticks and Collective Soul tickets.
1: Oh, cool. Very cool. And We got another. We'll we'll do next hour. Don't forget, we've got Secretary of State Michael Watson joining us, talking about voting. By the way, Senator Joe Manchin from West Virginia. He's about to uh, he's about to rain on the Progressive Party. He penned an op-ed published in one of the West Virginia papers, the Gazette. I can't remember the town, but think the Gazette. Anyhow, he basically said, I'm not for the filibuster, or killing the filibuster, <clears throat> and I don't support H.R. 1. That's the radical Voting Rights Act. We're going to ask the Secretary uh, to discuss that, as we, we typically do when we have him on, because I think it is a... Look, it's H.R. 1 for a reason. It is the Democrats' top priority, and it completely just turns the entire elections process on its head. It federalizes it, uh, essentially um, displacing state and local management of the elections process. And it's got all kinds of crazy stuff in it, including funding for candidates from the federal government to a a certain amount, uh, elimination of voter ID, Expansion of early voting, universal mail-in voting, all that sort of stuff, uh, ballot harvesting. It's radical. And the Democrats are mad, and they are jumping all over Joe Manchin. Uh, and it's, it really is amazing, is it not, folks, that we have this one person, one person in the country, in the world, standing in the way of a flood of this radical progressive agenda, the Green New Deal, anything that cannot be passed via budget reconciliation, which the parliamentarian of the Senate has now said, you can only do one more this year. The President has already stumped and promoting two bills, the Families Plan and the, uh, what's it called, the Recovery Plan. And those combined are 4.1 trillion, trillion. Almost said billion. No, you can't say anything is billions in the federal at the federal level anymore. Anyhow, he's he's all over that. Well, they're going to have to make a choice if they wanted to go it alone and try to pass something uh, through the reconciliation process. And there are also some limits on how much that can be. There's some calculations involved in that. But anyhow, Joe Manchin, share. You see what share did? She tweeted. She tweeted attacks on Manchin, and also Senator uh, Kristen uh, Sinema in uh, Arizona has expressed her opposition to the radical agenda and killing the filibuster and in. in Cher mistakenly tweeted Kristen Gillibrand up in New York. <laughs> now she's having to apologize for it. You're, you're a hack, Cher. Just sing music, will you? We shall take a break right here on the JT Show. The news is coming up for you. And then we've got Michael Watson, Mississippi's Secretary of State. We'll talk to him about today's municipal elections when we return on the JT Show.
0: Listening to WFMN, Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at Barone'sTreePros.com. Fox
15: News. I'm Lillian Wu. There's a high-level meeting underway in Mexico on immigration. Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador says he'll discuss stepping up immigration enforcement in his country with Vice President Kamala Harris. We will touch on that subject. The two leaders witnessed a signing of a memorandum of understanding, setting up a partnership on development programs in the Northern Triangle. Fox's Rachel Sutherland, the president of France, gets an unwelcome surprise.
11: Emmanuel Macron was greeting a small crowd as he visited a town in southern France when one onlooker reached across a metal barrier and slapped the president in the face. Macron's bodyguards pushed the man away and moved the president back. Two people have reportedly been arrested.
15: Fox's Simon Owen and U.S. job openings surged to a record 9.3 million in April. America's listening to Fox News.
11: Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where garden mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store,
13: Highway 49 South in Richland. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Senator Roger Wicker says a joint report on the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol details what we've known all along. A series of preventable intelligence and security failures allowed rioters to break into the building to disrupt a joint session of Congress. Seven people, including three law enforcement officers, lost their lives. He said he looks forward to considering the recommendations and providing Capitol Police the tools they need to continue to keep the Capitol safe. And there are two separate issues at hand following the state Supreme Court's ruling against Initiative 65 medical marijuana, and the initiative process. State Senator Bryce Wiggins says he does not expect the governor to call a special session to deal with either one until leadership from the House, Senate, and the governor's office can come together.
11: He's not going to keep the legislature in for like 80 days like they had at one point at $30,000 a day.
13: For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis.
11: There's not a lot that's free in life. I mean, it calls to bring you into this world, and when you leave it, And everything in between. Well, there is something free and valuable to your well-being, and that's for you to call 811 before you dig, pull stumps, erect a mailbox, dig a
4: post, or start a garden. Hello, I'm Sam Johnson from Mississippi 811. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages. Zero
12: injuries. This is for those who always show they care who told their kids everyone 12 and older is eligible for a COVID vaccine. Those who explained to their cousins that vaccines prevent nearly 100% of hospitalizations and deaths from COVID-19. This is for the ones protecting those they love. Thank you.
5: We can do this. Find vaccines near you
15: at vaccines.gov. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.
13: Mississippians won't be eligible for expanded unemployment benefits after June 12. Scott Waller with the Mississippi Economic Council hopes that will help out employers that haven't been able to fill open positions.
16: Part of that too has to be on us to make sure we're providing the right training programs to to really focus on getting the skills to not only go back to work but go to back yeah. to work in a better place. <laughs>
13: And the 23rd annual Tupelo Elvis Festival kicks off tomorrow through Sunday the 13th. Of course, they'll have live music, a 5K, and the ultimate Elvis tribute artist competition starts Friday. While last year's festival was completely virtual due to the COVID-19 pandemic, people from 45 countries took part in the online event. And the Mega Millions jackpot for tonight's drawing is up to 56 million. But Saturday night's Powerball winner took in a little over 285 million. So the estimated jackpot for tomorrow night's drawing starts over at 20 million. I'm Andy Davis.
0: SuperTalk.fm. SuperTalk.fm. Your one stop for all the news that matters in the Magnolia State. SuperTalk.fm. Everything you need to know at your fingertips. SuperTalk.fm.
4: This is Delbert Hoseman, your lieutenant governor, a COVID survivor, and a vaccination recipient. The National Guard continues to administer the vaccine to thousands of Mississippians. Let's honor them and protect our families and our friends. Visit HealthyMS.com for more information. Paid for by friends of Delbert Hoseman.
2: The Mississippi Healthcare Alliance urges you to call 911
0: at the onset of symptoms of a stroke or heart attack. As soon as paramedics arrive, they perform an ECG, start an IV, and administer medications to stabilize your heart.
8: If you're having a stroke,
19: paramedics provide stabilizing treatment and know which hospitals are best prepared to manage your type of stroke.
0: In both cases, paramedics call ahead so emergency, cardiac care, or stroke teams will be ready when you arrive.
4: Every second counts.
0: Dial 911 for
11: heart attack or stroke.
4: Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now, the moment you've all been waiting
0: for. Welcome to Real Talk for Real Mississippians. Informed, engaging, and always brutally honest. Welcome to the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fl. And now, here's Gerard Gibbert.
1: Welcome back, everyone, the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, rolling into the afternoon. Gerard and Rhino in the studio. Joining us now on the line is our good friend, the Secretary of State of the great state of Mississippi, Michael Watson. Afternoon there, Mr. Secretary.
14: Good afternoon, my friend. How are you today?
1: I'm doing fantastic. Uh, I assume you're out and about traveling around. you got municipal elections going on across the state today. What are you seeing and hearing?
14: That's exactly right. Joe. Uh Gerard, We've been in six precincts already. we were in Canton this morning, Meridian right now. Uh, Going to head up north to Tupelo and to Columbus and Oxford, and um, we'll be all over the place. Wow. It's important, important for Mississippians to know that we've got uh, close to 20 folks a day who will be in about 60 different cities uh, to make sure that we're following our election laws here in Mississippi. So if anybody's out there and has seen anything, make sure that they get in touch with us so we can follow up with them. And, and it's important to note one of the things that people kind of forget, we don't have the enforcement authority, so we've got to partner with our district attorneys and our attorney general uh, to make sure that these crimes, if they happen, are, are prosecuted to the fullest extent.
1: Yeah, so how does your office, uh, Mr. Secretary, how do you support the elections commissions and commissioners down at the local level? What What services do you guys provide for them?
14: Yeah, so we do training, obviously, and then we're, we're on the clock uh, 24-7. When they have questions, they call us and uh, to make sure that we can back them up uh, sure. if there are issues with, you know, with, with their voting rolls and to Sims and then other things that we are obviously in charge of here at the Secretary of State's office, just to make sure they know they've got a friend. And yeah. they have questions, we're, we're there to answer them to support them along the way. But uh, you make a great point there. You know, Mississippians should understand that we are a bottom-up state. So the really hard work happens at the local level, and, and I've been telling all of our poll managers today just thank you so much. We could not have free, fair, and safe elections without our poll managers, with our elections commissioners, with our circuit clerks, with our municipal clerks. So I really appreciate the work that they do.
1: Yeah, and so do you feel like it's uh, going smooth today?
14: I do. Uh, in the precincts we've been in, uh, turnout wasn't too good this morning, but uh, we saw some pretty good turnout here in Meridian and the precincts that we visited. Uh, so we we hope folks get out. And I was asking some of the poll managers, look, you know, what can we do to get more people out and vote? Uh, so we're going to uh, amp up our, our you know, job that we do with promote the vote. Uh, and I think it's important that we go to communities and encourage them and really inform them, Gerard, of the process, not only a process, but the importance of voting.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I uh, reported when we sh- launched the show earlier this morning, I, I voted before I came on the air. And uh, I was disappointed in the turnout. What are you seeing? Yep. All right, we're going to try to get the secretary back. Appreciate that. Uh, Him joining us today. Just a bad connection, I think, but just hang on there, folks. I wanted to get to this on the C Spire text line. I'm trying to go vote. I went to our normal voting location at Trace Park. A sign said to vote in Madison to an address on Old Canton, which happens to be at the airport. This is from JoJo and Bentonia. The few signs are very confusing as to where to go vote. I'm going to get out and walk around and see if I can find where to vote. This will probably cause a lot of people to not cast their vote. Okay, we got uh, the secretary back. I'm not sure if you heard that there, Mr. Secretary. Uh, one of our members of our audience wrote in about having some difficulty locating their precinct
14: yeah that 's an important question, and one we 've heard quite often, honestly Gerard and the difference there is obviously we we have a poll locator up on our website, but those are based on statewide elections and county elections, your municipal elections sometimes they have different locations for their precincts, so we 've been encouraging everyone to talk to their municipal clerks. Just to make sure that they are aware and, and up to speed on where to go vote, I think that's very important. Like your your listener there mentioned, uh, talk to your circuit clerks, I mean, excuse me, your municipal clerks to make sure they give you the right addresses.
1: And so, would you recommend that's what this listener does? Is call the the uh, municipal clerk's office and find out?
14: Absolutely, that is very important.
1: All right. Hopefully, you got that, Jojo. That's directly from the Secretary of State. And if if they can't get any satisfaction there, Michael, what should they do?
14: Look, they can always call our office, uh, and I encourage all of our listeners, when there are issues that you see, please let us know. Uh, Kyle and Gabe and, and the team at the office do a fantastic job of getting yeah. information out. So when they need us, please call us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and appreciate that and appreciate the the service there. I know your staff will be more than happy to help. So. Uh, We talked earlier about uh, this H.R. 1, and I know every time you come on, because it's so uh, germane to what your office does, which is oversee elections, of course. But this H.R. 1, the For the People Act, uh, it it looks like the only thing standing between it and uh, it as a bill and becoming law Uh, or a resolution in becoming law, is um, Joe Manchin, Senator Joe Manchin. It's incredible to think that this one person is so critical, so pivotal, especially when you consider about such a sweeping uh, act such as this. I mean, this would federalize the entire elections process.
14: An absolute train wreck. one of the things that, that folks need to know about Senator Manchin is he's a former secretary of state. Yeah. Uh, and so he put some information out this weekend. And one of the things that I really appreciated was that he pointed out this this is a partisan approach. This is not uh, bipartisan. This is not for free and fair elections. Now, this is going to slant. Uh, even, even he said it, you know, that this would, would not be a, a fair and, and free election type approach. So I appreciate him standing up. And, look, when you put information like that out in a statement like that, I think that really took the pressure off of him to let people know where he was going to be. So I appreciate everyone who called and emailed and texted him across America. Uh, You know, he he was he was very important in this uh, discussion.
1: I just feel like I feel like we're holding on here, you know, for a year and a half to the midterms when we can hopefully change the balance of power in one or both houses. So we don't have to worry about this threat. I mean, it's like every day I, I get up wondering, well, is he going to cave today? Because if he and maybe Cinema and a couple of others that have expressed their concerns about uh, killing the filibuster, which is key to get this act passed, but I mean, he is absolutely getting slammed by his own party. There, there's certainly seems to be more uh, discord in the ranks of the Democrats now that they're in charge. I guess that's what happens when you get in charge. You sort of line up on, on a couple of sides of, of key issues. But, man, that's what's happening here.
14: That's right. It's you know, one of the things I appreciate, it, it looks more like he listened to the people of West Virginia than the yeah. leaders of his party, and at the end of the day, that's that's the most important piece. And, George, we've talked about this before. Yeah. The federal government has become such a
1: behemoth.
14: The states need to remember we created the federal government, so we need to take back charge at the, at the state level uh, and make sure that they listen to us, not us to them.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. And the, the concept of federalism and the Tenth Amendment, it just seems to have been just tossed out the window Since the Democrats took over the entire uh, constraints of the uh, constructs, I should say, of the federal government, so it's uh, it's disturbing, and it's just more, I guess, concerning that it's just one person. It seems like is so key and so so critical. But have you talked to some other secretaries of state about this issue in particular, HR one and? Kind of what your thoughts are about that? Have you guys sort of commiserated about that possibility? You, you know,
14: we have, and it's been some very frustrating conversations at the national level, the National Association of Secretaries of State, when you know some some secretaries from uh, Colorado, from Michigan, from other places get on there and just just praise the efforts uh, from Maine, and the, all of us get so frustrated with them. Wait a minute, come on, y'all, you, you got to <laughs> understand this is so partisan and not good for elections for all America. Yeah, and. It's just you know we get we, the Republicans get together and just commiserate. Hey, yeah. you
1: know,
14: let's let's hold tight here and do all that we can at the state level to, to fight this off. Yeah,
1: that's what I feel like as well. So I, I got to ask you about the situation, this video that surfaced and maybe been taken down now up in Tupelo. It looks like some alleged vote buying schemes. I, I know you've made a couple of public comments about that. Uh, what what can you tell us about that that you're comfortable sharing?
14: Oh yeah, absolutely, Gerard. That's That's been very public, and we started getting calls. Uh, I think uh, maybe Sunday night uh, when we started seeing those posts on Facebook. Yeah, uh, not only that post, but then you know there was another post later on on Twitter about some churches doing the same thing. Exactly, uh, which is illegal. And one of the things that I really appreciate the district attorney up there, John Weddle, who's a friend of mine. Uh, John and I got on the phone together and started talking through the statute and what we need to do to get the information to him. So he would be able to move forward if something did happen on this scale. And, and you know, they did actually <laughs> get a raffle out there for uh, people that were voting. Unbelievable! Um, and, and John was great and very responsive. And so I appreciate having district attorneys like that that we can partner with to make sure that we are prosecuting any violation of election law. And that's important for Mississippians to know.
1: Yeah. Interesting. You know, <laughs> I've got a text here from Karen in Oxford. we got just about a minute here. Uh, says we need a law that requires a bill to be named for the majority of what it contains. <laughs> Talking about the For the People Act, uh, which I discuss in, in sort of a mocking style a lot about the way they name these laws. But No, no doubt. It's, it's for the people who don't want fair elections. That's, that's right. For. That's a good point. <laughs> Mr. Secretary, thanks for taking uh, some time out on this busy election day to join us. Really appreciate it. We'll see you and talk to you soon, my friend. Take
14: care, Dr. See you, buddy.
1: Secretary of State Michael Watson has been our guest. We appreciate him coming on. We got uh, some more talk here waiting in the wings for you on the JT show. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
3: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 60% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 89. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 73. Wednesday, a 60% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 88. Before your Thursday, a 30% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 89. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com.
9: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3, Super Talk Jackson.
4: The switches are thrown, the signals are given.
0: This is The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi.
16: Sale down downtown yesterday Work got around, no money down Take years and years to pay When I got there, the lot was bare But the salesman said, hold on For a little cash, I got a two-tone hatch Out behind my barn If the devil danced in empty pockets He'd have a ball in mine With a nine-foot grand 10-piece band and a 12 chorus line. for a i raise some and a three-piece suit. Give one dance for a dime. Welcome we back, everyone, to
1: the dance JT Show, Super in-day Talk, in-day talk, in-day talk
11: in-day Mississippi. In-day
1: so I wanted to get back and talk just a bit uh, about this Apple announcement, the new privacy features embedded in iOS 15. But the, there's also a new privacy dashboard that keeps tabs on those apps. Like you said, you just got one, the, the tracking request.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was a weather app that lets me know if there's a lightning strike or a severe weather alert. And I've got, a, I got it set up all over the state so I can get updates from different parts of the state because yeah. of what we do. Yep. But it checks up in the background to see where you are so it can give you accurate information on where the lightning is striking. Sure. I don't have a problem with it keeping up with me.
1: Yeah, and so in some apps, you would want to um, affirm, and in others, you may say, no, I don't want you to. Like TikTok. I don't even have TikTok, (laughs) but I
2: would not allow it to know where I'm going.
1: Yeah, (laughs) you definitely don't want TikTok. Um, But you can look on the dashboard and see which apps you have given permission to track your whereabouts, and and not only that, your microphone, uh, your photos, your contacts, all of that information is is accessed, can be accessed by certain apps, and and so that is now embedded in iOS. But there's another pretty important feature with and that. Respect- that sounds
2: nefarious, but think about it: if you download an app to put Bugs Bunny ears on every picture you take, yep then that app has to have access to your camera, to your photos. If it does video, it has to have access to your microphone, or it just won't work.
1: Yeah, that's right. So you've got to approve it, or you, there's no functionality available from the app. But that is, uh, that is a big deal. But there's something else that's that's actually pretty big, pretty important for people to know, and its uh, has to do with the way emails are handled by the operating system. We're talking about your email that you access on your phone, on your iPhone. Uh, you know a lot of those emails are probably not as private as you may think. And if they're a marketing email, uh, they actually have some some hidden uh, pixeled images, pixel sized images that, that know when you've opened the email and return that back to the sender. And so those trackers can collect information uh, about you, your IP address, et cetera. And that can be used to uh, determine your location. Now some of these browser extensions like on Safari, they all they already uh, block that, but you've you've got to have the extensions in, installed to sort of block these invisible email trackers. But anyhow, they're bringing that privacy to the mail app, so it just makes it more difficult for the emails and the ad trackers and so forth to to know which emails you've opened. I think that's a good thing. So. Anyhow, that's just a couple of things. that They've also announced, so I won't get into the details here, some privacy features in their iCloud. That's, of course, storage that where your your data is stored from your phone and exchange and often backed up. And, of course, you can purchase additional storage and uh, move content out there as well. So, anyhow, the, also Siri will soon work offline. You know, right now, it's got to have the Internet so it can... Uh, use data and information from the Internet to process your Siri requests. So they they said they're soon going to make it so that it will work offline. I don't know if that means you'll have limited functionality in doing so. I would imagine. Yeah, could be.
2: Because you you probably – I mean, I know they have the, the data, but I would imagine they have – information on the top 100 or top 500 or top 1,000 questions right. asked yep. of Siri. And, and you can yeah. load those up and, and have them ready to go and download that to the phone to be used offline without having to have connectivity. Okay.
1: Well, that, so, anyhow, that's... Like,
2: a, if you ask Siri how many cups are in a quart? Or common question. How, how, many, how many miles is it to the moon? I mean, things like that that you can load, and it'd be very small bits of data to have on your
1: device. Yeah, lo- locally stored, essentially, uh, cached, if you will, so that it doesn't have to ping the Internet and go collect that information and return an answer. But, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. So that's, a, um, I think, is a nice...
2: Whereas if you ask it, what's the temperature in Timbuktu, it's going to need connectivity.
1: Probably got to go do some research on that. Uh Bo says on the ceasefire text line, watching the federal government now is like being tied to a chair in a locked room watching a toddler play with a loaded gun. That is a, an interesting analogy, but I'm serious when I say that it just hits me that we're, we're going about our daily life and our daily business as well we should, but it's this one person that stands in the way of, for example, H.R. 1. You can imagine... If it, which means he would he would have to concede on killing the filibuster, and that's what, by the way, share attacked him about. You're a Democrat. I mean, if you're standing in the way of Joe Biden and his uh, progressive minions' radical agenda, I mean, you're going to get excoriated and ostracized by folks such as share. So, and and the, you know the whole radical left woke community out there. Anyhow, he's taking it. I I agree with you there, Bo. Uh, John from Vance says that the rains uh, have flooded the roads. Rhino, you just said you were watching the weather, especially across north Mississippi.
2: Yeah, if you are north of Highway 82 in the Magnolia State, you are going to see some wet weather today. It doesn't look right now like there's any severe weather in the forecast, so that's a good thing, but... It's dumping a whole lot of precipitation, and there are localized reports of 6 to 10 inches of rain being dropped, so that means you are going to see localized flooding. There is a risk of flash flooding, so like you always hear us say, turn around, don't drown. If the road's flooded, find a different route.
1: Yeah. John says 10 inches so far this summer. It, it seems like here, uh, just a few days into June, it has been an incredibly wet uh, month. I, I don't know if we're setting records or not, but it sure as heck seems like it with all the rain we've had. Artie in West Point says Joe's first duty is uh, to his voters and not the Democrat Party. I agree, and I think the Secretary of State, when we discussed that, agreed as well, and I think Joe knows that, and Joe. I think wants to keep his place there in the Senate, and I think he knows if he did not vote accordingly and he capitulated to the Democrat desire to kill the filibuster, which would just let the floodgates open with respect to the radical agenda, that would be a problem. Oh, excuse me, in Sumner, Mississippi. My bad there, John. I see now. Yeah, it's, it's some pretty Sumner. heavy
2: downpours in localized locations. Yeah, that's a little bit of a...
1: Ten inches today. Yeah. Today. That's a lot. Gee whiz. Uh, when we had 12 inches in a couple of hours here in the great Easter flood of 79... Uh, I think it was. That flooded the entire metro area or most of the low lying metro area here. Wow. Russell Planning Company says massive flooding north of Highway Eight and Bolivar and Sunflower up in the Delta.
2: Yeah, it's been hitting the Delta a lot this morning, but it is moving easterly and it will be getting to the the eastern part of the state and the east or northeastern part of the state by this afternoon.
1: Wow. Would you guys consider, this is from Karen in Oxford, you see that, Rhino, consider doing a show regarding what we the people can do about the things that are happening, is voting the only thing? What do you know about what is being done about to repair what was wrong with the presidential election, especially the machines? Can we go into any more elections trusting that our vote even counts until we know for sure these things are being done? I don't know the answers. Imagine I'm not the only one who wants those answers. I don't know that we have any for you, Karen. I'm sorry to report because that's all handled at the the state level, at the state and local level. And, I I mean, we could certainly talk about it. I I don't think there's much traction and much discussion. You're not going to see any kind of investigations coming out of the federal government whatsoever. And I would uh, say it's cold
2: comfort, but the state of Mississippi didn't have any problems with the election. So your vote in the state of Mississippi counts just like it always has. Right. No matter what you believe about the federal election. Mississippi had perfectly fine elections, so you can still vote in the election and have faith that your vote was cast and it counts.
1: It's a good point. Absolutely a good point. And and the president of course uh, won overwhelmingly as as did the Republican candidates for the most part uh, in the state of Mississippi. But um, got a couple other thoughts of that when we come back and we got another giveaway too. We got to get to uh, for the remaining half hour here on this Tuesday on the JT Show. Please stay with us.
4: the Wall Street Journal reports a 15-year high in the investment you've made in your home. The real estate market is nothing short of amazing. My friend Lee Garland will attest to that across the entire Capital City metro area. But if you sell your home, the demand is red hot. For the seller, the need for good homes is incredible. They're selling fast and many times over list. For the buyer, interest rates right now are low, meaning you get more for the money. Lee Garland's customer satisfaction feedback is most impressive. Take, for instance, Rachel. She listed her home, got little or no results. Then Rachel took our advice and called the Lee Garland team, and the difference was like night and day. Lee immediately put his superior marketing strategy in action. In just four days, Rachel's home in Brandon sold for 21000 over the previous agent's list price. That's why Lee can guarantee an offer on your home within seven days. Gallo, reminding you to call Lee Garland Group, eXp Realty at 601-983-1130, or go to LeeWillBuyIt.com and start packing. Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor is now offering easy-go units with maintenance-free elite lithium batteries and an unprecedented eight-year warranty with unbeatable energy efficiency. Only at Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoor. Exit 114 in Glockstead or online at binnelson.com.
16: The Mississippi Health Care Alliance urges you to call
0: 911 at the onset of symptoms of a stroke or heart attack. As soon as paramedics arrive, they perform an ECG, start an IV, and administer medications to stabilize your heart.
19: If you're having a stroke, paramedics provide stabilizing treatment and know which hospitals are best prepared to manage your type of stroke.
11: In both cases, paramedics call ahead so emergency, cardiac care, or stroke teams will be ready when you arrive.
13: Every second counts.
11: Dial 911 for heart
13: attack or stroke. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Senator Roger Wicker says a joint report on the January 6th insurrection at the U.S. Capitol details what we've known all along. A series of preventable intelligence and security failures allowed rioters to break into the building to disrupt a joint session of Congress. Seven people, including three law enforcement officers, lost their lives. He said he looks forward to considering the recommendations and providing Capitol Police the tools they need to continue to keep the Capitol safe. And there are two separate issues at hand following the state Supreme Court's ruling against Initiative 65. Medical marijuana and the initiative process. State Senator Bryce Wiggins says he does not expect the governor to call a special session to deal with either one until leadership from the House, Senate, and the governor's office can come together.
11: He's not going to keep the legislature in for like 80 days, like they had at one point at $30,000 a day.
13: For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis.
17: solutions
11: bad internet is bad for business we've all been there lagging video chats slow downloads oh come on it's just not a good look instead call cspire business our local experts deliver gigabit speeds backed by thousands of miles of fiber for the fastest most reliable internet around period no excuses no apologies Just fiber fast internet that works. Ceasefire Business. See how our fiber solutions can help power your success at ceasefirebusiness.com.
0: You're hearing the JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Now, now on to the real part.
10: Dino Mike!
0: On Super Talk Mississippi. <laughs>
1: Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Thanks so much for joining us today. It is a Tuesday, and Rhino, you got another giveaway.
2: Oh yeah, we got another pair of tickets to give away, and uh, you got to get your text fingers ready because it's going to be on the Seaspire text line on October 16th. One of the greatest bands ever, Earth, Wind, and Fire, will be at the Brandon Amphitheater in Brandon. Tickets for the show will go on sale at Ticketmaster.com and the Brandon Amphitheater box office, but now is your chance to win a pair of tickets before you can even buy them. And again, we've had some people talk about how they they can't quite get their texting fingers ready, so so get ready. I'm going to give you ample opportunity to get it in. If you are the 25th person to text into the C Spire text line, 601-879-4395, be the 25th person to text in with the key phrase, and you'll win a pair of tickets to see Earth, Wind, and Fire. There you go. The key phrase today? September. So, 25th texter, the word is September. You're number 25. You will win a pair of tickets to see Earth, Wind, and Fire at the Brandon Amphitheater on October 16th.
1: That, of course, being the name of one of the great EW&F tunes, September. So, uh, we got more text rolling in here before that. Let's see here. It has not stopped raining bats and frogs in Oxford since 4 a.m. High water rising. Light, well, and supply company. Appreciate that. Sends that in. Let's see here. Um, Just wanted to get back also to Karen in Oxford. Rhino was right. I think your vote, Karen, is safe here in Mississippi. And, you know, there's really not a lot we can do. To get to the bottom of the whole uh, voting situation in 2020, uh, we have to rely on those in charge and in control. Uh, and so, I don't—I'm not sure who we could have on the program that could discuss that. It, you know, thus far, there's just been nothing that has risen to the level that the courts have wanted to proceed with despite the amount of money and effort and lawsuits filed and everything else. But I will also point this out. Um, as much as I wanted Trump to win, I mean, the reality is he, he did not win the popular vote in 2016 when he was elected, and he barely uh, eked out victories in the states that really were pivotal, the so-called swing states, that swept him into office. So you look at Wisconsin, for example, and uh, the the difference there was uh, about twenty three thousand votes. I mean, it just wasn't a lot. You look at Pennsylvania, it was another, of course, swing state, huge win for Trump back in twenty sixteen. And the margin there, was about uh, 44,000 votes. So you got 60,000 votes between those two states. Uh, You look at at, uh, Michigan, where it's even tighter, it was 10,000 votes. So bottom line is he he carried those three states, which essentially is why he won. By 60,000 votes, 60,000. That's just not a lot when you consider that there were 126 million cast. 126 million. And in, in Arizona, he, he did win a little more handily, but, and of course that went the other direction this time, but that was always considered to be a solid red state, and it's not. Uh, Georgia, of course, he, he won uh, by a, a much larger margin than then lost in 2020, but here's the deal. We've got some key Senate races, and of course the entire House, all 435 members are up uh, for re-election in 2022, but there's some key Senate races that uh, we need to pay attention to, and the way the map shakes out, when when you look at those who are moving on retiring from the Senate, opening up the seat to... uh, Uh, strong and and hotly contested races in those swing states where there's a possibility they could flip. There's four Democrats and four Republicans where that could happen. And and, uh, the way it shakes out right now, Georgia, you know, Raphael Warnock, he just won, of course. He's got to run again because he took over um, an appointed seat there. And so he's coming up again in 2022. You would think that's a battleground situation there in Georgia, I pray. I'd like to see Herschel Walker suit up and take him on on the Republican ticket there. I think he'd have a great chance of ousting Warnock, who's just a, a racist communist at the end of the day. And then in North Carolina, though, you've got an open race and, uh, that is held by Tom Tillis, a Republican. That is subject to flipping. You never know. The one that really bothers me is Pennsylvania. That uh, is where Senator Toomey has been a good Republican leader in the Senate. He's stepping down. So that's a battleground situation there. We'll see what happens. Also, uh, Ron Johnson in Wisconsin stepping down. That's another one that could flip. But you look on the other side of the Democrats, you've got New Hampshire. Maggie Hassan is uh, stepping down. That could go in favor of the Republicans. Arizona, of course, which has been a traditional Republican stronghold. Mark Kelly, the Democrat, is the incumbent. I should say, not stepping down in this case, the incumbent, but he's subject to being defeated by a quality Republican candidate. And Catherine Cortez Masto, the Democrat in Nevada, a she's vulnerable to losing as well. So we got to get power. I mean, that's the way to get things back on track. Again, it's Joe Manchin. He's the hurdle. He's the obstacle. He is literally standing in the way of the uh, unloading and unleashing of the radical left's agenda. All of it. The Green New Deal, the voting for the people, <laughs> biggest misnomer on the planet. Uh the spending uh, desires and the spending plans and all that, it's ridiculous. So it's uh, too close for comfort, shall we say. But that's the key, is getting those guys back in. How are we doing? we got lots of September's texting rolling in there. Yeah, I've got a winner just waiting to confirm it with them. Okay. Appreciate that. Appreciate everybody listening and, and playing along. Paula Meridian says Hillary knew she was supposed to win. I agree. I believe the fix was in then also. She just didn't have mail-in ballots to offset the votes Trump got. They didn't calculate. I have serious concerns about election integrity. Well, the point I'm making, though, Paul, is that is 60,000 votes. It's not like there was this just overwhelming, just huge um, vote support for President Trump. He won because of the Electoral College, thank God. and But he won by the slimmest of margin. And That's just a fact. But he lost the overall popular vote. And and that's what disturbs me, is that we still have half-plus of the country who doesn't agree with us on the role of government. That's We've got to be aware of that. I mean, we can just say, well, dismiss and say, oh, it was just the election was stolen okay, Uh, I think there is is plenty to investigate with respect to election integrity. I'm not convinced that makes a difference. If it does, it's a teeny, tiny, slim difference. Not like, oh, it was just massive. All you got to do is look at 16, where all of this mail-in voting and early voting and absentee voting and drop-off boxes and all that stuff didn't exist then. I mean, he barely won. That's just a fact. And that's what we have to be... I think, cognizant of in order to effectively fight and be prepared and retake power. That's that's just the deal there. So Carl says, Graham Allen is running for Congress in South Carolina. He's a Mississippi guy, Caledonia, Mississippi. Appreciate that. I feel better about the Congress, uh, the House of Reps flipping. I don't think it'll be by a lot. I could be wrong. There, We're going to see some other... Uh, Like there's a gubernatorial race in Virginia, for example. That's happening today. I think we're going to learn a lot about the sentiments of the voting public. Because a lot of times, as as I think you know, these elections that are occurring across the country, even for governor, often they are are kind of a a referendum on the president. They they associate Democrats, in this case, candidates for governor and other offices at the state level. With the president. That's what people think about. Didn't they have these machines in 2016? But how do you know there there's no proof yet though, Paul? This is Paul. I mean okay, if they did, then why didn't Hillary win? I believe Michigan showed sixty percent errors in machines. Send us something on that. There's no proof of that at this point. We gotta deal with the facts. We gotta deal with the proof. We gotta deal with empirical evidence. And it's got to be sufficient to overturn it. And even if he won, Michigan still doesn't win the election. We shall return Leonard Skinner to bumping us out with Tuesday's Gone here on the JT Show. Stay with us.
0: Ugh. I've got to get that
15: fixed. Uneven driveways causing headaches? Helms Polyfoam will fix it without tearing up your driveway in the process. We inject polyfoam under settled concrete to stabilize it in a matter of minutes, not days. Polyfoam is used on runways, railways, and highways, so there is no question it will support your driveway. We also repair seawalls, sidewalks, pond dams, retaining walls, and unstable soil. Visit HelmsPolyfoam.com or call Helms Polyfoam at 601-966-7821.
3: The Civil War Relic Show is back at Brandon City Hall on June 12th and 13th. Featuring vendors selling weapons, relics, antiques, uniforms, photographs, books, art, and so much more. Living histories with period attire along with cannons will be on display. Don't miss the Civil War Relic Show this Saturday 9-6 to 6, and Sunday 9-3 to 3 at Brandon City Hall. Free genealogy research indoor door prizes and great Father's Day gift ideas for everyone. $7 admission, kids under 12 free. Sponsored by Visit Mississippi and Sons of Confederate Veterans Camp 265, Brandon. Proceeds benefit the wounded warriors of Mississippi.
4: All the folks in the Capital City Metro area love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6-9 Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way, Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: let's hear it, let's hear it. Now, now, now back to the JT show with Gerard Gibbert and Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi.
10: All the time.
1: back here work, on the JT show. Yeah, just more discussion about this. I, I mean, we can talk about voting machines, I guess, all, all we want. I, all I'm trying to say is that just take that, say it's all zero Zero fraud, z- zero nefarious activity in the voting machines or in the elections process it it still doesn't make it may it may have made enough difference so that Trump slightly carried the electoral vote advantage and, and he was reelected we just don't know i mean there's no proof of that but let's just assume that that's the case if still again though if you look at the popular vote it's, it's, uh, it would go in the favor of the Democrat, as it always has. I'm not sure we'll ever see another election at this point, based on the demographics of this country, where on the popular vote side, this is why the Democrats want to kill the electoral vote, the Electoral College, because they know they got the popular vote wrapped up. They know they got that. That's why they want to kill it. They believe if they could kill it, they'd never win, uh, excuse me, never lose another presidential election. They want to kill it. No question. There's bills to do it. Already been filed, and I think passed the House, if I'm not mistaken. So the issue, I think, is that that disturbs me more than anything. We can dwell on voting machines and, and voting irregularities, and yes, I believe those need to be fully investigated wh- where there's uh, reason to do so, where there's uh, enough of uh, evidence that there's something that went wrong. I, I just, I'm not sure, I know in my view I would just say I'm confident that wouldn't change the total popular vote tally. So from a popular vote perspective, why are we losing? What's, what's happening here? Why is our side losing? Is Our messaging isn't resonating. Our policies aren't resonating. Maybe it's the people that are promoting them. Maybe it's the way they are being explained down to the personal level. I don't know. But I think in the court of popular opinion disturbingly, we're losing that battle. And our choice is we can either bury our head in the sand and say, oh, just write it off and say, no, it's voting machines. Or we can be honest about it and say, why are we resonating? why Why do people want more government, more taxes, more control? Why do, as we said earlier, 71% of Democrats think we ought to stay home? What, why is that? And this is from a reputable polling organization. This isn't some left-wing radical group, that being Gallup. This isn't an ABC or NBC poll where you can pretty much write down. Uh, and you see all this wokeism that's occurring across this country. In every institution. Why is that happening? I mean, why is that selling? good news is, there are lots of people that are speaking up about it. This Loudoun County, Virginia situation, which seems to be ground zero for that. Man, they're going after it. The parents are getting organized. We've played audio on the show from teachers and parents and so forth. There's a prestigious school in New York. We've talked about their nonsense. Even had a video that they're uh, using in the fifth grade that was so deviant, we couldn't play it on the air. Th- the fifth graders! It's ridiculous. So why why is that even happening? Why is that stuff re- We had one because yesterday. Because you are an ist. Yeah, you, you suffer from an ism if you call it out. It's be- because the Democrats are deriving power, and to a great extent, money. From victimhood. From
2: from nonsense word games.
1: Yeah. Grandiloquent language, <laughs> my new word. We had the crazy lecture at Yale yesterday that says she's imagined seeing bullets in white people's heads and and you know, celebrating at their death and wiping her bloody hands and all that garbage. And Yale just comes out and says, Well, that's really antithetical to our uh, our values. Oh, thanks, Yale. And this was a required this this lecture lectured at a course required to be certified as a child psychologist. It's that kind of crap that bothers me more than anything. It's just overtaken. So they're indoctrinating our young people, who we all rely on for the future of the country and to keep freedom and liberty and conservatism alive. We've got to break through that. It's happening in our institutions, in our schools, every facet of life. Social media, news, you name it. we got to fight back. That's what's happening, and that's what's attracting them to the dead gum Democrat party, and all that stuff. Yeah, Joe South Meridian says, free stuff. Yeah, resonates. I agree.
2: Congrats to Jamie and Dorothy on winning pairs of tickets today. Tune in tomorrow, and you'll have two more chances to win pairs of tickets to see some concerts in the Magnolia State.
1: We are out of time. we got to go. Sure do appreciate everybody joining us. Sorry we didn't get to everything. Stay safe. God bless. We'll be back tomorrow.